do it. What do you got? I'm going to. Jameson. Jameson's. Oh. Jim, can we call it Jimison? It's Jimmy. Jimison. Jimmy. Having a little glass of Jimmy. Um, no, this is the um, one of the beer casks. I think it's the uh, stout cask. Oh. Um, Jameson. It's really good. It's really smooth. It's. I don't so usually. They, they make it in a in a beer cask. Yeah, they age it in a beer cask. Like the. It's like the reverse of what a lot of the beers are doing. Right, exactly. <laughs> bourbon cask, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's really, really good. I, I like it. Um, it's smooth. I don't have to add anything to it, not even ice. I actually prefer it without ice. Well, saliva. Yeah, well, that's not. <laughs> my saliva is, tends to be ice cold, my friend. Ice freaking cold. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. They call me Sub-Zero. They like the refrigerator. face. No. It's, but I like Sub-Zero better than, hey, look at that fridge. <laughs> hey, so oh, okay, so you know we're building this house purportedly, um, and we're, we're getting closer because there's a slab now. I think I don't hey. know if we talked about that or not. But no, we haven't talked uh, about a slab, and we're yeah, and we're hoping for uh, um, the cinder block to be there, maybe yet, maybe today or early next week or whatever. It's supposed to be there soon. So we're in the process of cabinets and countertops and yada, yada, yada. And you think you know what you want. and Oh, yeah, I've got to. And then now it's getting real. And we're like, well, maybe we should be looking at something else. So it, I'm online looking at this video on YouTube. They have 80 different backsplashes in a 13-minute oh, video. And so they do these. And these kitchens are all, you know, 10 times as expensive as the one we're Mars might be must might as well be in a pop-up trailer. Um, but these other ones are just amazing. And there's kind of a ah gosh, I wish I could remember the name of the video game, Nick. It was a it was one on one of the consoles, and it ah gosh, I can't like Galaga. It was like Galaga, something like that. But anyway, the backsplash looked like that. Oh, really? <laughs> it had like a spider web sort of a thing. And so I'm looking at this kitchen. Okay, you know, that's not bad. It's kind of interesting. They put the same finish on the fridge, and it looked like hell. <laughs> what <the laughs> were they thinking? I don't, so I, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand why, where some of these designs have come from. It's kind of like, so I follow this, this uh, um, channel, I guess you want to call it, on Instagram that's all either uh, – mid-century modern or a-frame or um what is it uh, uh, restoration this... houses there are a bunch of them there's several of them oh, and okay. a lot of them are, are right. specifically the mid-century moderns are houses that are from that don't look like they've been updated since they were first built right so they're all for sale but they've still got the shag carpeting and the and the the wallpaper and and stuff like that and i'm just like i can see how cool this is but i would pretty much gut the entire inside of this house and make it more modern our modern i don't understand because you walk into certain houses and they're just classic no matter what you don't really need to make very many changes like a like an old victorian you might want to update some things but the woodwork and stuff you really you could leave the same and it looks good i don't understand where I some of these when you... go ahead I'm sorry. I was just going to say, when you buy a victim, we've got a little delay, so it, 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 sorry, it cuts in and out. Um, when you buy a Victorian like that, 
it's it's almost a sacrilege to change it you know floor plan oh let's take down this wall and the, i mean that's why you buy one of those mid-century is a little different because they can they can work with like uh um a, a um a different feel to it they can work with the wall taken out here in a little more space but a victorian is i mean well we decided to take out the uh, parlor because no the parlor's beautiful you got to leave it kind of the way it is you're right right yeah and that's that's the key right there is figuring out what you wait it's really boils down to figuring out what you can leave and what you absolutely have to take out and not sometimes it it doesn't mesh up either with anything so no you're absolutely right and we we were you know in looking at houses down here before we decided to build that's what drove us to build was because we'd see these places that need a hundred grand worth of work but because the market's so stupid in florida you know you'd have a two hundred fifty thousand dollar house add another hundred thousand to it and work that needs to be done and right you know suddenly you're in a house that's overpriced by at least 50 grand and you know maybe it'll go who knows but i'd rather not you know take the chance and let's just here's the set number on the house although we did have to yeah. upgrade to the most expensive thing that they're having trouble getting this is mm -hmm. a question i should ask you so the builders okay. told me the one thing they're having the most trouble getting is what? Wood, I would assume. No. What is it? You're not going to keep guessing until... Oh. This, this could actually last the whole broadcast. Yeah, probably could. This is what the whole podcast is. Uh, carpet. <laughs> Tile. No, Faucets. I asked appliances. Uh -huh. Number one thing that they're having the hardest time getting is dirt fill i'm like they can come here and grab some of mine well i got plenty I'm sure, I'm sure the transportation cost wouldn't be a problem not a, no if they yeah. want it they can i'll give it to them for free you know just dig it <laughs> dig a hole that's kind of in the shape of a pool and good to go <laughs> why is this like a kidney well i don't know honey i have no I, idea I, I actually i say that but the only way to get a pool in ground pool in my uh in my backyard would be to have it craned over the house because there's no no way really to get any equipment on either side of the house that's that's not my neighbors are close they're not that close but they're pretty close you know you can't get big big equipment back there um and i saw a picture on instagram today of someone who was getting something delivered and had to do the same thing but the crane wasn't, it didn't anchor correctly, or it was, so whatever they were doing was too heavy for the crane. So you watch the crane go right through the house. Oh. Yeah, that, that would be one of my biggest fears. That would not be good. No, I, but I would say if you, I mean, there is another way. You don't have to use a crane. I, I think you're trying, you're being very narrow-minded. You could use a, a really big uh, Huey helicopter. I think I could, I could, because that is, See, you know, honestly, if I think about it, it's so much cheaper. <laughs> well, the nice part is that you pay enough and they'll actually give you the helicopter when they're done. That would be nice. Uh, you yeah, know, I originally, be when I wanted to get my pilot's license, I really wanted to, to get my helicopter pilot's license, but you, did uh, not. you know, really I did. I did. That's what I wanted to do. Little did I know here's, here's a little thing, folks, a little, history lesson about nick not that you come here to listen 
to me talk. Yes, I have. I don't know about that. I know you do. Um, (laughs) So anyway, I, when I was younger, we've talked about how much I've wanted my pilot's license and I've wanted it for a long time. But when I was younger, I loved helicopters. I was obsessed with helicopters along with airplanes. And I wanted to fly a helicopter. I wanted to learn how to fly a helicopter. When I was a senior in high school, I was being approached, obviously, like most seniors in high school, by the military. And I I was always under the impression, and I didn't find out until much later in life, I was always under the impression because I wore glasses, I couldn't be a pilot. Therefore, I didn't want to join the military because if I joined the military, that's all I wanted to do was become a pilot. I didn't know because I, I actually met someone who is um, where I worked with. He was a sales guy on my, uh, in the company that I worked for. Uh, he was a helicopter pilot in the military and he wore glasses. And I said, how did you get around that, that rule? And he said, helicopter pilots can wear glasses. It's only the fighter wow. pilots that can't wear glasses. Wow. Yeah. And that was before LASIK became a thing because now you can, mm-hmm. I guess now you can actually get LASIK and still become a pilot. A fighter pilot. Well, as long as you can correct it, yeah, to a certain yeah. level. Sure. Well, surgery, you couldn't have surgery to correct it, but you could have LASIK. I don't know how that works. So if no, anyone's no, a military pilot out there. But yeah, but... there are, um, yeah, there, I've heard instances of people like in a pressurized situation where uh, people have had trouble with surgical repairs. So yeah. I don't know what that means, but it scares me just to think about yeah, well, it. When, when you're a fighter pilot and you got to wear pants that's specifically designed right. to push the blood back to your heart. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I can, I can see how that might yeah. be a problem. Yeah. Maybe that would be scary. I don't know. I kind of want those pants anyways. Cause you know, you imagine sitting yeah. while doing work and just going. Rrr, 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 yeah. For the, for the man whose skinny jeans are not enough. Right. The exactly. pressurized pants. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's a good, yep. that how do you, how nice. do you think you fit into those skinny jeans? I mean, really? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Neither do I. Yeah. No. I had a pair of skinny jeans once. That's all. I just had them once. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't wear them. I had them. I actually did too. And um, I I think I made pockets on my other jeans out of them. Um, really? So, yeah, they're... Uh, I, so, and I watched a comedian on YouTube this morning, coincidentally. Um, and hilarious he's talking and he's wearing like dude skinny jeans and he goes women you know when they were on the skinny jeans yes i own this place because they look hot in the skinny jeans and sure dudes put them on and it takes you a while to put them on because you gotta arrange where you're putting stuff right yeah yeah that is yeah uh, i don't i can't i don't understand skinny jeans on on men i really don't it's if you're really slim if you are if you are you know you buy extra slim suits and yep okay you're right yep 100 my son is pretty close to that michael is yeah i think he just crossed a buck 60 at six foot one or something like that. wow oh yeah nice so he's he's obviously got the same powerful physique i do um so is that what we're calling it john no we're not but happily looking at old pictures he looks a lot like i did Uh, but i was at his age i was two over 200 pounds or close to probably close solid muscle right you were a bodybuilder 
Sure. There's, let's say yeah, that. You're a builder of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say the, yeah. Yeah. A builder. yeah. <laughs> I was a builder. Hey, nobody wants to be a fat builder. That's right. <laughs> I would volunteer for that. No, I yeah, it's it's when you get those people that are wearing skitty jeans where their stomach is hanging over the jeans. That's when oh. you, well, and, not and to be critical dude. of people. I'm not body shaming. It, I apologize for those who think I am. Whatever. I don't want to get dudes canceled. That will do, it's the dudes that will say, uh, yeah, same size jeans I wore in high school, except they have the big ass belly that's, over That's them. not quite skinny <laughs> jeans at that point. That's, well, grow no. the fuck up. No, but they have, and this is... You see dudes like this that have the chicken legs mm-hmm. and then the big belly. Mm-hmm. And my whole goal is, even though I'd like to get rid of some of the belly, is to never have those chicken legs, ever. So I'm right. doing stuff in the gym I should not be doing. Uh, <laughs> let's let's not. I mean, this is a family podcast. Let's not talk about the things you should not be doing. When did this start becoming a family podcast? It always has been, John. My family's been Isn't... on it. Your family's been on it. Yeah. Oh, they've been on it, but we're, we're always yeah. good. So it's a family it. podcast. Behind their backs. Behind yes. their backs. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So moving on. Moving on. Let's, let's. Yeah. So let's speaking of skinny um, jeans, because I thought jeans. we could spend no, I'm not, a lot of time on that. Yeah. We could. We absolutely could. But I, I am, I, I do want to talk about skinny jeans because I had. Before we got on the the podcast today, I was explaining to John my tri- my hectic travel schedule. I have hit the pinnacle of travel for the spring, and hectic. I am all over the place. Uh, I this week alone, just this week alone, I took six flights. So, just to give you an idea. I have been all over, but I I found it interesting, and I actually emailed myself as a potty. The subject line says potty subject. Because I, I thought of it while I was standing at in the Phoenix airport waiting for my flight. And you know how much I love and respect and dislike in the same breath Southwest Airlines. I think they have probably the best customer service out of any airline. I really do. I will say that to my dying day. They have fantastic customer service. Their flight attendants are wonderful. Their pilots are wonderful. Everything is great. But I hate waiting for the airplane. I hate waiting in line. I hate the catacall and I hate open seating. So that said. Wow, you're sassy. I am sassy. We have talked about how travel has changed since the pandemic and that we have fewer business travel and quite a few more pleasure travel. And right now, this past week was spring break for a lot of people. So there was a lot more happening at the airports. Um, not as bad as I had expected, to be perfectly honest. I was actually Good. pleasantly surprised. I, on my first two, two flights, I actually got upgraded. So I was pretty happy about that. And I was flying further south, though. So that was, that was good. Anyway, I'm at the airport in Phoenix. And we're lining up. And uh, I, was in, I was B2, B2, coming back to Nashville. Oh. Um, which I should have been A group because I I paid for it and I still got B2. So if that tells you how busy they really were, I still got wow. B2. Yeah. And so I'm, I I'm be mad. I, I bet you would. Um, <laughs> and it was, we had a delay, not because of the airplane, not because the pilots weren't there, because the flight attendants were on another flight 
coming in and someone had their airplane parked at the gate and hadn't moved it out of the way for that new one to come in. So they had to wait for that so they could remove that airplane, bring their airplane up, deplane, clean the airplane, and then come over to our plane. So we aren't too badly. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Hmm. I'm standing in line. It's a mass of people. And you, I'm already not happy with that because I just, I don't, I don't like people. It has nothing to do with the pandemic people. I just don't like people. I really don't like people. <laughs> I like a person. I don't like people. I am not, mm -hmm. I'm not a, anyway, um, yeah. part of we were talking about earlier. I love California. I was also, also in California this week. I love California. I just would never want to live there. And it's really, honestly, it boils down to a few things, but one of them, people. There are too many people there. It's people Way too many people. It's very people-y. Anyway, mm -hmm. I digress. <laughs> Standing in line, waiting, and there were a few people. There were probably a handful of people, six, seven, eight, ten people, who thought, you know what? I'm not going to wait in line. I'm just going to wait, and I'm going to count the number of people, and then I'm going to skirt, get in line, and, and get in when my numbers are out there. I just don't want to stand in that line. I'm like, MF or please. We have to stand in line. You need to stand in line. And then there was actually a guy that I cut in front of everybody and said, I'm normally on the A-list. I'm normally A-list. And, you know, for some what? reason, my ticket didn't say A-list. I was an A-list on my last connecting flight. I was an A-list. And the lady said, I normally wouldn't do this because you're not allowed to, but fine. We're busy. We're packed. And there are too many people not doing the right thing. So I'm going to let you go. She said that out loud. I'm just going to let you go. And he got on the flight before before the rest of the group. I'm like, seriously? Why can't people just wait? I'm forced to wait on an airline that I don't like waiting on. <laughs> and you can't wait? Well, I mean, some people serious. are clearly way more important. Yeah. I'm watching people that are, that are doing the pre-boarding. And, you know, God bless them. Maybe they do have a really good excuse. But I'm going... It's supposed to be for people that need extra time. It's supposed to be for people that have small children. And it's supposed to be for people that are in the military, active duty military. You're none of those three things. Why are you pre-boarding? I mean, I was just getting, I was, oh man. One other thing, we've talked about it before. It's my favorite line. I usually get aisle seats. I was B2 folks. B2, still not a bad so, position so to be for, in if you've never flown. For those that don't southwest. fly southwest, B2 is after there are 30 in A, and then the next Another 30. 30, yep. No, so 60 people. 30 or 60 in A. It's it's 30 60 in people a. in A. And then. Yep. 60 no, it's 60 in A. In a. It's, no. It's 60. No, it's 60. It's it's group A, 1 through 30, it, and group, group uh, right. A, 1 through one through fifteen a, one is through thirty premier. and thirty-one through sixty. Yep, yep, yep. You're right. And, and then okay, they so go to B group, and, and then C group, so you were and then the D group. Sixty, sixty-second person theoretically to get on the airplane 63rd, on an airplane that that seats one hundred and eighty plus. There were still and plenty of spots. Up? Yeah, normally, normally, it, and you get plenty of spots. You know, anywhere I would say you could get up to about B ten, B twelve which is a good vitamin, um, before you start not being able to pick the seat you want, right? Before nope. it's not as good a vitamin. Right, right. 
<laughs> I get on the airplane, no aisle seats left. Wow. Not even yeah, all not, the way to the back of the plane? Not even all the way to the back. Well, how does that work? There were 60 people, and I guess every single one of them wanted an aisle. There, there were 60 plus, people. remember. all yeah, the pre. Had, so how it works, folks, is with Southwest, you get A, 1 through 15, and then A, um, all the way to 60. So 60 people get on the airplane. Then they do the pre-board. The pre-board comes after A, and then they do B. Usually the pre-board is the, are those folks, you know, people with small children, yeah. people that, yeah. with, that are handicapped and active duty military. Usually they're well, not that many people. There were probably, the that, and then, go ahead. I'm sorry. The people that need extra time are usually first before anybody. Along on most the, flights, not on, have, not on Southwest. They have another special group. Actually, I think on Southwest they you can You can get a special group, a special thing on your ticket to go before that. Got it. You have but, to have that. You're absolutely right. Right. But you're right, right, right about kids. Uh, parents with kids and you know, strollers yep. or whatever, yep. and active duty military and so on. You're absolutely right. right. Sorry, go on. So in this case, there were probably an extra 30 people that were pre-boarding. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I just, again, and I don't think, I would probably say half of them maybe. Half of them maybe should not have pre-boarded. Wow. So were you, I was, where were I you, was, windows I window window? seat. I got a window seat. Yeah, I can deal with a window seat. I dehydrated myself enough where I wasn't worried about I had to go to the bathroom. So somebody sitting next to you. Yeah. Did somebody have to take a middle? The whole way. Big, big dude. Big dude. I was sitting like this the whole time. Because I'm not I'm not small. I I would never admit to being small, but I this guy was much bigger than I was. Not not wow. Not fat. Muscular. Yeah. Like he was a you know, it was like Four people, they were the last four people that were coming on, and it was like three small people and one big, huge, buff dude. The big, huge, buff dude decided to sit with me. Yeah. I still maintain on Southwest, especially because, uh, again, if you're not familiar with them, they you choose a seat as you go in, as they're open. And so they don't have pre assigned seats, if you didn't catch that from Nick's. Uh, the commentary <laughs> but but i when i'm sitting in and i get on early i will often make myself look as large as i can <laughs> yes so yep. I, you know you're less likely to get people sitting next to you and then when the tiny people come in if i see somebody going down the aisle that's small i'm going to make myself look tiny oh there's plenty of room here because i don't yeah. want the large marge or you know, well, and, and don't now. lie to our audience. And I'm sure your wife would probably be the first one to say you do the same thing. You look for the really attractive people that are coming in too, because you wouldn't mind sitting next to them. That's what I meant when I said small people. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, you said small, not super attractive. Small, hot people. Fine. Yeah. Even people, even the yeah. dudes. Yeah. Hey, you're oh, kind of small I'm not being you're very yeah, handsome. There's yeah. definitely there's there's no. Uh, objectification coming out of our mouths, not on this potty. That's potty cast. See, now we've changed wow. the industry so much with our podcast. Yeah. And John, speaking of, yes. uh, not to change the subject, but I'm going to, I sent you <laughs> last week our, our numbers and they were similar this week. Uh, when I got, when I got the report and, uh, folks, I can no longer say 
we have three listeners. <laughs> I can no longer say we have five listeners. Well, you could say we it. have like you could say it, but it wouldn't be true anymore. I know. I don't know. I, you guys, I, you the listeners, have done a wonderful yep. job letting your it's friends know awesome about us because we it's are. Just us. Yeah, exactly. And and to tell you to, it's not a huge number, but to us who've been looking for a long time at our numbers, we jumped up to over 200 listeners which is fantastic so thank you all so much i know that doesn't sound like a lot especially when we talk about you know people like joe rogan but it is millions but to us yeah for we don't do any advertising folks you are the you are the driving force behind who listens to the potty miles podcast we do no advertising you know and you can give us feedback too, because we would love to hear ideas. Because we'll do stupid things to be go, to go viral and to well, you, know, you should. Rich I mean, famous, let's just like listen to the Joe podcast. Rogan. I mean, we can do a lot of stupid things. Yeah, exactly. Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah, yeah, we do a yeah. lot of stupid he, things. You know, so just, I've actually listened to some of his stuff lately, and I because yeah. I'm not a podcast listener typically. Um, I listen to ours. Uh, these guys are good. That's usually what I say. But yeah. uh, Rogan, he, he's really a good listener, and I give him lots of credit he for that. He yeah. he asks something some good we questions are not. and so on. We did you say something? Um, we, but he he <laughs> he really is uh, is a good interviewer. I, he he will let people go, and uh, and that's really a talent. I think when you're when it's an interview style show. That's the whole point of his show, though, and that's something that he keeps trying to get across. And I think, honestly, I, I know we've made fun of it. We've we've talked about it. We've gotten angry about it. But the whole thing where they were trying to cancel Joe, that's why I think he survived, is the fact that he can point to the fact that I am not taking a stance on any of this. I will share my opinion, but I'm not taking a stance. All I want people to do is come here and talk. Mm. And I don't care what side they're talking on. I just want them to come and talk and share their story. I just love it when the cancel culture finds that they've bitten off more than they can chew. Yeah. And I think they did in that. this case. I, totally I really do would. think they did. Well, let's take the biggest guy. Because what? Spotify is going to really? Like yeah. there wouldn't be a lineup of other podcasting companies waiting in the way. Hey, Joe, go over here. Over here, Joe. Yeah. Because how many listeners? Seriously. Anyway, yeah, yeah I just. Uh, well, sorry. Uh, let's see, Neil Young, Joe. Sorry, Joe. We got to let you go. Seriously, right? Yeah. What well, plan? and then okay. So you got Neil Young. You've got Joni Mitchell. You got and like five other people, and they still their downloads pale in comparison. All combined, pale in comparison to Joe. Oh, Rogan's. absolutely, all combined. So yeah, I, they're gonna say, you know, "Oh, get, I'm so sorry." I, I'm not sure about all of them. I'm sure there were one or two in there that were doing it to oh, remember me here i am <laughs> yeah and people are oh yeah neil young i like his music said no one ever <laughs> and uh so whatever but yeah I, that's fine I, i'm not i'm not here to throw shade on those guys i, I just think I've, I've really enjoyed listening to some of his and he's got some interesting guests i don't I can't listen to all of them. Uh, no, and, and I don't. Hours, two and a half hours yeah. of Miley Cyrus. I'm sorry. No, exactly. I love her I, voice, I actually don't. I don't even listen to the MMA fighters. I, yeah. I, I, that's where I cut it off. And I, I'm sorry. I've been talking over John. It seems like, and I apologize. And I know he already mm-hmm. said this, but we're there is a delay. So there, uh, we're having technical difficulties today, which is, you know, it has been rare. But I was going to say it's not usually rare in the potty mouths. 
In fact, the uh, <laughs> we last week's remember the early remember the early oh, days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the la- last week's episode I chose it for a reason. It was actually the very first. So so last week's episode actually marked one year of our videos of the podcast. Well, so it was a our classic, YouTube classic. Episode. Yeah, it was a classic episode. episode last week, but it was, was yeah, but the classic. It video. was supposed to be the number one video. <laughs> Uh, the number the first time we'd ever done video on YouTube for our podcast, and it failed. the The technology just wasn't there; it didn't work, and we lost half of it. So, uh, we ended up just doing an audio podcast and saying no, no video. It was the first one. So, technically, this one, this one airing, is going to be exactly one year since we started putting videos on YouTube. Woohoo! Yep. You know, uh, what I'm still most angry about that first one is that we we kind of thought it was videoing, and I, I wasted an entire hour of smiling and looking pretty. Um, yeah, like well, I and now. don't and forget so, the hour in the chair that you had when you were putting when Lisa was putting the makeup on you. <laughs> yes, I had that exactly, and yeah, because to look like this, this doesn't come easily. No, we know, we know, John. You're you're the one. Look, if if people are looking at us side by side right now, and I'm sure in between gagging, um, look and say which one is more likely to be wearing makeup. That's all I'm saying. Not yeah. me. If they well, have I have an like excuse this, right that- now though for for wearing the makeup that I'm wearing. So, folks, here here is my travel schedule. I'm gonna I'm gonna share my travel schedule. Good. Yeah, Tuesday of of this past week, <laughs> Nashville to Houston. Houston to San Antonio, meeting, San Antonio to Houston, Houston to Los Angeles, next day, meeting, following day, well, actually, sorry, several meetings, following day, two more meetings that were granted virtual so I could do them in my hotel room, then a flight from Los Angeles, and not just, not LAX, Santa Ana, which is John Wayne, so, you know, I don't know, for those of you who have not flown in there, um, We'll talk about that in a second because I think it's very interesting. But it's it's an interesting ride in and out. Uh, so John Wayne to Phoenix, Phoenix to Nashville. And then uh, because of all that, I spent the entire day on Friday doing all of my work that I hadn't been able to do because I was traveling the whole time. So it's been a very long, tiring week. That's why I look this tired. That's why my... The nose being red is because it's really warm in the room, and I just had whiskey. So, Jameson, you know, what can you do? Jameson, oh. it's whiskey, just Irish whiskey. Yeah, yeah, Irish, Irish whiskey. I but my um, nose was red before I had the whiskey. No, no, I think it's it's not your nose. Everybody is. I've we've seen you when you turn and you look in your little makeup mirror and you pat it because you look beautiful. Your skin is yeah. sparkling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And add a little my uh, touch up my uh, lipstick. Yeah, absolutely. You should actually. Um, anyway, I, I do want to talk about so the Santa Ana Airport. I, I actually really like yes. that airport. People were telling me how how wild the ride was going in and out, and they were comparing it to um, Midway. And Midway is a wild ride going in and out as well. I would say Midway's worse. I mean, when I, I last agree. time I went to Midway, granted the weather wasn't great, but land on the land on the runway in Midway, it felt like you were landing on a aircraft carrier same with santa Ana or john wayne it's your it's a short runway so you hit and it's bam breaks whoa i mean you are sitting with your face in the seat if you don't have your seatbelt on or tight 
Um, but flying out, they said that it was a really, even the pilot said, listen, for those of you who have never flown out of this airport, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to, and he was very specific. And I'm like, all right, let's buckle up. Let's do it. And then he took off and I'm like, this is nothing. I've been in a steeper, what time was steeper, your flight? steeper climb than this. Um, out of there, it was 3.30, 3 or 3.30 oh, okay. in the afternoon. Because I usually, uh, often, I've flown out of there uh, early morning. They have noise abatement. and uh, Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, so it's they, yeah They cannot take fly off. out of there. Yeah, right, exactly. But but also because they can't, they cannot take off until 7 in the morning. And right. when they yeah. do, it's exactly like that. It's a steep climb. So the Steep climb to 1,000 feet, level off. Yep. Level off, lower the, or, or bring the engines back, go out over the bay and then, or not the bay, go out over the ocean and then start climbing again. That's how they do it. Exactly right. Um, which is exactly interesting. Right. It, it, was, it wasn't as bad as I had expected. That's, that's all I have to say. So it's still, I, it's much more uh, adventurous flying out of Midway. What's your, yeah. What, what's your, uh, do you remember any in particular scariest airport for, for landing? Midway's by far midway is really? by far the scariest yep i've flown in and out of midway several times but you're right i, I have mean, too and it uh, it has nothing to do with the airport itself it has more to do with the weather that was happening around which caused it to be it was bumpy well, was, i mean we were everywhere and i'm like okay if i were the pilot sure. i'd probably go around at this point and then you <laughs> bam you hit the runway yeah that that was the scariest well it's a short runway too because of yep. its location where it's i mean right. cicero and i can't think of the other avenue right now but it doesn't matter but there are several stories or in the past where planes southwest one in particular that i remember that actually did, did not stay on the runway yeah. <laughs> went off the end and, and oddly enough my used to be my home airport madison wisconsin was one of the um it was a more, I don't know why it is. It's always windy when I'd land there. And hmm. that's one of, I think, just two, maybe three in all the years I've flown that we had to do a go around again. And and Madison, we had crosswinds one time coming in and we're in this little dinky plane for, for that flight. Um, and the pilot was awesome. He's, he's just... We're, we're coming in and it's being blown and I can tell it's getting ugly. And he just hits it and comes back. We're going to give that one another shot, he said. And the wind is, I mean, it's scary wind. It's like you were describing in Midway. Come back around and we came in and it's almost like an angle, it seems like. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, he drops it down, big wind, smooth as silk. And we get up to the gate and he's standing outside the door. And I said, well, Harry there. And he goes, ah. No big deal. <laughs> <You guys are laughs> awesome. That's the right kind of pilot. That's the kind of pilot you want. That, yeah. Okay. So that's what you want. That, yes. Yeah. So I, I guess that the one airport that's very, very scary flying into, I never flew commercially into it. I was, I, I would go, we've talked about my trips to Canada every summer for the golf tournament. Mm -hmm. So we would be in my stepdad's airplane, but my brother would be the one who flew the airplane. Oh, okay and my stepbrother and uh we'd fly into minot minot would be the stop in minneapolis to minot north dakota then minot to saskatoon saskatoon to wherever we needed to go 
wherever we were going. Usually, actually, okay. Saskatoon was usually where we would stop and we'd take a we'd drive up the rest of the way. Um, my knot is like that. It's always windy. It's mm. always windy. And one time we took off from my knot and I, I forgot my sunglasses. I'm an only child, so this is a big deal for me. So I said, I want to go back and get my sunglasses. So wow. my brother, being a nice guy, turned around and and said, I need to come back. They said, do you need to declare an emergency? He's like, no, we just forgot something. We're going to land. Can, hey, he knew all the guys there because he actually went to school in Minot. And so he knew some <laughs> of the, the guys that were in the tower. And he's like, no, my brother just lost something. He forgot something. He needs to pick it up. And uh, they said, well, we don't have anything open, but we have that closed runway over there. It's a, it's a nasty crosswind. Do you want to try it? And he did. And I shit you not. And I, yeah, I'm sorry, mom. I'm swearing. I shit you not. Here's the runway. <laughs> this was the airplane coming in. Like that. <laughs> and then right at the last second, boom. Turns to the up. point yeah. where once he was down, it keyed up the mic and you heard everyone in the tower going, Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the scariest landing back. I've ever had. I got my sunglasses back. Wow. Yeah. You are a yeah. only child for sure. My just one real quick yep. one. I the my fly around the other or one of the other ones I remember was in Omaha. And I, you know, it was a nice day. And I'm thinking, well, this is gonna be yeah. flawless. Well, it's nice. Nice and day easy in Omaha and can still get... be windy. Yeah. <laughs> We get get down, we're a thousand feet, maybe five hundred feet, and approaching. And suddenly, and this was a seven thirty seven. And so he kicks it down, and we come back around. And uh, and he goes, ah, looks like uh, looks like they had a, had uh, some cattle in the runway, so we're going to give it another shot. <laughs> no, that's called wow. a missed approach. There are it is Omaha, yeah. but there's no cattle in the runway because we can see clearly it's 75 and sunny. <laughs> there yeah. ain't no cattle out there. It was pretty that's funny. hilarious. <laughs> I the only time I've ever had to go around was here in Nashville. I was flying back from I think hmm. where was I flying from? I think I was flying from Seattle and we had a, a missed hmm. approach. It actually wasn't a missed approach. There was someone else on still on the runway. Yeah. And so the pilot had to go back around. Wow. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. But on that oh, note, folks, if you've got any <laughs> stories about your uh, missed approaches or having to go around or your scariest landing, Midway leave it in the comments or <laughs> Midway Airport uh, or San Ann Airport. Um, sure. Burbank. Uh, leave it in the comments. Head up to our social media. Uh, <laughs> John's just dying over there. Head up to uh, Facebook, Instagram, any one of those places, and and just let us know. We'd be interested in hearing from you and and hearing what uh, what you have to say about it. And I know I was having a cocktail while John was here. I was meant to say that you know it was not a happy hour episode. It's just been a very long week, and I just wanted to uh, to have a cocktail. So um, we weren't ignoring it. I just wanted to call that out. But uh, anyway, folks, well have a wonderful week. Um, and John. I know we're going to have a wonderful week because it's, you know, us and we have a wonderful life, but I hope you have a fantastic weekend, the rest of your weekend for that. Uh, Thank you, brother. To, you know, go, go lay on your slab and feel like you're at home. Lay on your slab. I think it's lay on your slab. Lie on your slab. Lie on your slab. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs>
whatever. I don't really care. On that note, folks, have a great weekend. See you later. Or a week. I'm sorry. Week. We're going to have a good weekend.